0: welcome to bat force radio the batman slash dc podcast with no limits bringing you the stack comic book stack episode for March 18th, 2020 I got Robin crust up in Canada. evening and uh we got some books what we got on the burner we got a uh, oh we got batman 91 uh deceased and killables two um year of the villain helleller number four uh what else what did you, did you read anything additional uh- Nightwing 70. Nightwing 70. Okay. All right. Um, Batman 91. So, what we got here?
1: Uh, so, yeah, this is definitely the main focus of the week. So, it's part six of their dark designs. And uh, the first thing that I just want to point out on this is the crazy lineup on this one obviously James Tynan writing but the art on this book Raphael Albuquerque Jorge Jimenez Carlo Pagulayan, Danny Mickey Tomu Mori all in one book that's nuts
0: that's that's kind of crazy actually <laughs> <laughs> and it, it flowed pretty well too um yeah yeah but uh it's we start off on a rooftop in Gotham City where uh the Joker's having a nice little uh cocktail and uh He's just recounting the uh, the time when they met with the designer and how the you know the penguin, the Riddler, and a uh, Catwoman they were all talking about you know, how they could take over the city and what they wanted to do and its design and then how the Joker revealed to the designer, but to the bartender he was talking, talking to, telling him how he revealed to the designer that he actually wanted he wanted to be the devil, and then he
1: yeah the, the 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 interesting part about Joker telling this is. It, It could be seen as Joker speaking to the reader because there's the line where he says, you think you've heard the truth, but the people telling the story don't know the truth.
0: Mm. So that's sort
1: of like, you know, you, 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 in the last issue, we were shown this version of what happened.
0: Yeah.
1: But now he's going to tell us what was really happening there. Yeah. So yeah, he goes on to, to tell the story of the four crooks walking into a haunted house to have dinner with the devil. Uh, the devil was pleased with the crooks for their sins and wanted to give each a boon. So in, in that story, uh, so he, it's fun when he does the story because uh, his story comes complete with little Tom King-esque illustrations of each of the characters. Uh, Penguin was the fat old bird that wanted to be king riddler was a mad crooked crooked man who wanted to be the wisest in the kingdom Selina was the thieving cat who wanted to be the richest person in the kingdom and he explains that the jester was laughing because he understood the devil's game
0: mm. yeah joker always on top and then uh, <laughs> and then he cuts over and um i guess he who does he he contacts harley quinn from there
1: and uh, no, I, th- uh, the Joker. I think the only person that Joker's uh,
0: communicating with is Punchline. Okay, Punch. Yeah, because I was wondering who he called that once. Because then they cut over to that point where Harley Quinn is attacking Deathstroke with all those Bat drones. That, yeah, uh, continuing
1: everybody. from the last issue. Yeah,
0: this is where Rob Rafael Albuquerque takes over on the artwork, and that looks pretty badass. I guess, I guess Batman overrides it because uh, she can't shoot anymore with the remote control, and then yeah, it um, takes. A-
1: He's just wasting resources now,
0: <laughs> and then Batman hovers over Slade with that pretty badass Batwing aerial vehicle, and uh, and that's an.
1: What uh, just because while you're mentioning uh, the the vehicle uh, showing up. Uh, not too spoilery, but I've already read issue 92, and there's another sort of vehicle-ish. Reveal in that issue, too.
0: Mm.
1: and Yeah, the so Tynan just keeps bringing new shit in every issue of this story.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, shit, I, I missed that part earlier. I forgot when Slade actually jumps on the windshield and <laughs> puts his yeah. sword through it. That's pretty badass, actually.
1: So, um, yeah, this part's cool because uh, you have Batman trying to convince Slade to come over and help him, you know, showing him, you know, what, what's going to happen to the city and, and appealing to, you know, Slade is not, I don't really look at Slade as a villain because he has, his morals are questionable, but he'll do whatever he's getting paid for. You know, he doesn't go out killing people because he, he just wants to. It's just the job that he has chosen.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, Batman knows that it's possible to appeal to his humanity and try to get him to help. Mm. But uh, he obviously refuses up until later in the issue when we'll see what changes his mind.
0: Yeah. Then we cut over to Catwoman and Harley Quinn. And uh, they pretty much... uh, What was it? Catwoman starts going in on her plans and how she got... What was it? all, All the safe codes from the designer?
1: Yeah, she was going to uh she was going to do the uh largest robbery that had ever been done and basically it was going to be to steal all of Bruce Wayne's money.
0: Yeah. Who do they have captive, uh which they don't anymore? Uh,
1: they had all of the other assassins that were part of what was originally Penguin's plan that yeah. Designer used uh against Batman.
0: And now they're all gone and designer comes up, up on the monitor and uh it looks like it was actually a setup, because in walks of, like, are they gassed or joker Yeah, SWATing? all his, uh,
1: yeah, his zombie uh, GCPD SWAT guys.
0: Yeah, comes, pretty good story, so. He got go. the,
1: he's got these, uh, corona GCPD SWAT officers.
0: Pretty much. <laughs> and, uh, we got Bats back, going back and forth with Slade. And, uh, man, I'd say this, Raphael Albuquerque killed it with the art on this one, man. He really, he really went in. But, uh, that's kind of goes into how he spent his wealth and power on fighting madmen in Gotham City. And every time he does it, they, they keep bringing bigger guns and bigger triggers and whatnot. Um, and, uh, what was he trying to do? So he said he's, he's, uh, he's trying to get Slade to help him.
1: Yeah, he's trying to appeal to Slade's humanity to say, Look, this is what's going to happen to the city. I know the way you know how I've always done things, but I was wrong. And I see now what I really have to do to help this city.
0: Yeah.
1: Let me do it. You know, get out of the way. Let me do what I need to do. Mm. Slade won't work with him, so uh, Batman takes both of them right off. Uh, the whatever batwing equivalent you want to call this
0: mm. and harley and catwoman barely get out of there as well from those uh the craziest swat team it's a good yeah link. the
1: interesting part here because uh, the the more we get through the story the more we see the designer has been setting everything right up mm. and when selena explained to designer when he popped up on that screen that you know she had already told batman what her plan had been and so he knew what was coming uh designer reveals yeah that was exactly what i wanted you to do yeah so now batman's going to tear himself apart trying to outthink me
0: mm. they have you know, slate and bats have to deal with more uh more of like the, the cops and the you know all these guys under that's was it like a gas or just,
1: yeah, I don't know what his method is. We, we haven't seen anything, but, uh, it's the same, uh, that's the same look that his ferryman had in the, uh, in the last issue when he took, uh, Penguin, Riddler and Selena and Joker over mm. to the house, uh, to Tartarus house for the meeting.
0: Okay. Yeah. And then he shows up, but he has a Riddler with him as well. And then, uh, I guess it's the Riddler's turn to play, as he puts it. So, it should be- yeah.
1: So, yeah. Riddler's plan has not yet come into uh, come into play, but that's what we get in the next issue, and that plays out really cool too. Mm. Uh, so the 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 next issue, you know, minor spoiler for ninety two. It's it's a uh, heavily a it's like a uh, Batman Deathstroke buddy movie. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them rolling through things together.
0: It's <laughs> pretty funny. And then uh, moving on, we got Year of the Villain, Hell Arisen, number four, Final Judgment, uh, which leads into Dark Metal, is it? Or Death Metal? Death Metal. Death yeah. Metal. But um, it's, this is pretty much a Lex Luthor Batman Who Laughs story, right?
1: Yeah, and uh, so this has. This is sort of. A culmination of everything that came from uh, metal, because that introduced Batman Who Laughs, and then Scott's uh, whole Justice League run—you know, beginning with No Justice and and all that stuff. It's all been this road, uh, Batman Who Laughs laying out his his plans all the way through Lex laying out his plans from you know uh, all that stuff with Perpetua that happened through the Justice League run. And uh, so the this story and this issue ends with the two of them basically revealing their Trump cards on each other. Well, this is what I had planned for you, and so so you lose. And the other revealing, no, well, this is what I had planned, and, and you lose. Yeah. Mm. So the end of this. Did uh, Did you read to the end of this issue?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I went
1: through. So so this one uh, caps off with. It looks like Lex has won. He brings the Batman who laughs to Perpetua to say, "Okay, here's you know, this is the the darkness that's been standing in the way of our plans. Now you can do what you want with them, and and we can move on and, and finish our finish our plan." And then Batman who laughs flops out his uh, Grandmaster plan and explains that he brought Lex to her
0: yeah,
1: and that this whole thing, like Lex, he put Lex on the road to finding her and orchestrated all of this happening. Mm. So that's why at the end we see Perpetua cast Lex out. And now uh Batman who laughs is, is, uh, her new partner. <laughs>
0: yeah. And it was crazy. Cause, uh, I guess, um, the Batman who last knew how to penetrate Lex's uh, suit and yeah it was it was a pretty good plan actually and uh, there
1: there is uh, some good exposition on uh, Lex's motives for everything he's done mm. uh, he he talks about you know how he's been made to feel you know even though he's the the smartest man on on the planet and he's rich and has all these resources he was still always made to feel less because he was in, always in the presence of these gods mm. so he explains so you know he tried to do it both ways he tried to do it you know his way he was he was the bad guy and then he saved the world from the crime syndicate and because he so clearly saved the world. The Justice League allowed him to join, so he tried doing it the hero way, and he was good at that, but he was still less than these gods. So it's a a good uh, peek into his mind and uh, laying out why he's made the choices that he's made.
0: Mm. And In the epilogue, uh, Mercy finds him, and she's like, oh, you're alive, and he's like, no, we're all dead. So it looks like... uh... (laughs) it's a nice little segue into a uh, death metal, which uh, looks pretty interesting from what we've seen from Greg Capullo so far. So it's pretty cool.
1: And uh, I'm interested to see what they do with Lex uh, moving forward through death metal, because he's going to be super pissed now because he found out at, you know in that last confrontation that perpetua had been lying to him all along because, uh, if you remember back to the beginning of this whole Perpetua story, uh, Lex had seen that vision of the future where all the superheroes had, had been eliminated and he was seen as, as the god in, of that future. Yeah. So it was uh, like the Batman Who Laughs already knew this, that the future Lex was shown was, was never real. Mm. And it was just... Uh, to make him be her pawn.
0: Yeah. Huh. So
1: uh, Scott and Greg are going to be uh, working with a pissed-off Lex.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's usually pissed off anyway. But,
1: uh... Yeah, he's, he's not a happy guy.
0: And then we got a deceased unkillables number two. Um, I didn't read number one, but so I'm a little confused as to the mirror aspect of this.
1: Oh, yeah, so... Uh, I'll fill you in so basically what happens in issue one is we see uh, we saw Jason Todd arrive at the Batcave and you know he's just finding out how bad everything had gone you know with uh, with this plague and he found the bodies of Bruce uh, Dick and Tim Mm.
0: Uh,
1: so he buries all three of them you know does a, a funeral for them And then ends up finding uh, Cass and Jim Gordon. Mm. So they all partner up together. And then the other side we find, uh, we found Slade uh, at the beginning of the plague, uh, just out on one of his contracts, and he ended up being overtaken by a bunch of infected. Mm. And he gets infected, and you see him, you know, basically die but mm-hmm. because of his uh, healing abilities we find that he is actually immune to the infection so mm-hmm. you know he he came back from it
0: okay. so
1: he's okay so stands to reason also that that rose is uh, uh maybe similarly immune to it but uh they get scooped up by vandal savage who Who'd... explains to them that uh this is not the first time uh, this is not the first plague that he's experienced, and uh, he's going to lead them to fixing what's left of the world. Mm. So that's where Mirror Master is a part of that, and Captain Cold, etc., etc.
0: Okay, so on one side you have like Gordon and Jason Tuck, Sandra Kane. Uh, Shiva comes into play, I believe. Yeah,
1: season. and uh, Bane is part of uh, Vandal's group as well. Uh, Creeper is in there, Solomon Grundy. Yeah, it's a, a whole wacky group.
0: Mm. And then, they, then she goes... Yeah, they have a little confrontation with Shiva. Uh...
1: Yeah, Shiva comes... Uh, Shiva comes basically to collect Cassandra. Right, yeah. Uh, uses Mirror Master to get to where she is and says, Cape, you're coming with me. You know, we, we have a safe place away from this and we're going to try to fix things, so come with me and... Cassandra says, Only if you take all of us with you. Otherwise I'm not going. Yeah. So uh Shiva fights her trying to make her come.
0: And then she she tries to get her to stay and then Shiva leaves through the mirror. And then but she goes on the other side she's with um is that Bruce and uh Slade and Rose on the other side?
1: Uh no, not Bruce.
0: Okay, I know
1: who that guy was. Uh, that's um, that's uh, Vandal Savage.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, looks like, and uh, yeah, they got Bane as well. <clears throat> and they <laughs> fuck man, they they split the Creeper's chest open for for what reason?
1: Yeah, uh, cause uh, Creeper is also immune oh, to okay. to right. to the, to the uh, uh anti-life equation plague. So Vandal Savage ha- had him in that lab split open to learn what makes him immune to look for a cure or a treatment. Mm. And once they, once Slade arrives there, he tricks Slade into going into that room too. You know, acts like he's gonna, you know, let Slade in on you know, have him as one of the leaders of this thing. But he just gets him into the lab to do the same thing to him. That he was gonna split him open too.
0: Uh, I see. Yeah, but uh,
1: after everything goes bad there, uh, the ones who, so they get attacked by the uh, anti-life equation zombie Wonder Woman. Mm. And you have that page where, uh, let me get back to it there. It's hilarious when uh, Vandal finds out that Wonder Woman is a zombie. So he turns around and sees, because Rose, te- Rose says, because she can see in the future. So mm. she says, we got to get out of here. Oh, shit. And uh, Vandal turns around just in time to see Wonder Woman and says, oh, shit. Wonder Woman's a zombie. And then she fucking tears him up.
0: Yeah. She freaking. That was pretty badass. And then, yeah. so, uh, that so hot.
1: <laughs> and then those that survive uh, end up going through with Mirror Master. He takes them through to where Cass was. Uh, so in the end, everyone ends up the the two sides partner up to mm. to continue this.
0: And then um, they they let the other side in where all the infected are as well. or they were gonna deal with the infected?
1: Yeah, there there was a room full. Uh, They're in a in an orphanage. Oh, okay. So uh, that the orphanage is the place that uh, Jim, Jason, Todd, and Cass found, mm. and uh, they found that there were all these kids there that were all on their own because everyone else is dead now. And they were all, all the infected people are locked in, in a room. Mm. So after, uh, the, basically the villain side come in, you know, they, it's decided that, okay, well we have to work together. We don't have any other choice. Uh, they get attacked by, a mirror master who has now been infected. He starts coming through the, through the mirrors and the windows, any reflective surfaces. So, uh, more infections end up spreading Mm. through, uh, what's left of the team.
0: Mm.
1: So by the end of, uh, of the issue, Bane is infected.
0: Yeah.
1: And because the, the, the anti-life plague doesn't, it's, doesn't just make the infected people just attack anything they see it's sort of uh, intelligent and it has them strategize so when it infects bane the first thing it does is make him go outside and, you know, like break open the doors and break open the gates outside and let all the in- other infected in
0: mm. Ace. oh shit Aces is in this too i see yeah and then he gets. Yeah
1: infected bane looks badass
0: <laughs> yeah then you have uh yeah he has that that piece in the back of his head and it's talking about the anti-life equation so bane's just going nuts and uh yeah <laughs> i mean on dc stun killables not bad uh and you also read um uh, nightwing you said yeah I've been kind of lax
1: on Nightwing for a while now since all this uh, Rick stuff was going on. Mm. But uh, Nightwing 70 is a prelude to Joker War, so I wanted oh, to sick. get yeah. in and, and read that. Oh, that is so, crazy
0: With Joker has Nightwing's costume on. Oh. Yeah. That's pretty sick.
1: So uh, what we have going on in Nightwing right now is that the group of people that were acting as Nightwing uh, have been they've all been nearly killed. Right. So they're coming to the realization that they're in over their heads. And just because they're cops or firefighters, whatever they were, doesn't mean they can be superheroes. So mm. it looks like they're being forced to, to hang it up. Uh, so the rest of the story is we're seeing, uh, I think he's still Rick, but I'm just going to call him Dick because I refuse. Uh, looks like Dick is, having two different memories like he remembers the the talon stuff that happened to him recently because uh he was being mind controlled and mm-hmm. convinced that he had grown up uh being trained as one of the talons for the court of owls and his mind is also showing him some foggy memories of the life he actually had uh growing up with bruce and and being nightwing oh So he's, he's having those two memories, uh, battling back and forth. So it looks like we're getting him on the road back to being Nightwing. Uh, but at the same time we have Joker coming, looking for Nightwing and what he finds first instead is someone pretending to be Nightwing, but he, he can obviously tell that that's not really him. Hmm. It doesn't go well for that guy.
0: Oh shit! I like the art in this a little better. Uh, the art's been all over the place in the stack this month. I mean, this week. But uh, I kind of dig the art of Nightwing right now. Who is the? I don't know.
2: How how long has he been Rick Grayson for now?
1: <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> sure when it started, been like but over uh, a year.
2: was was that the call? Does anyone
0: uh, remember?
2: Did apparently, if you want to believe the uh, blogosphere, hated Nightwing? So it might have been.
1: <laughs> uh, so the artist on this issue is uh, Ryan Benjamin. Is you were pretty, asking.
0: I like that. It's a, it's a real comic book aesthetic. Oh right. shit!
2: I got a I have a um, commission from Ryan Benjamin.
0: Damn. Oh. this shit's going up, boy. It's uh, a, what, uh,
1: What's interesting is this look though. Like he sort of has that domino mask wrapped around his eyes, and that looks pretty similar to uh, remember the Zero Year Nightwing issue. Back during zero year, that was kind of the look that uh, that he had back for that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like the oh, the Joker looks good too. Yeah, this is a good looking issue. Really good artwork, and then it's a nice little segue into the Joker War. So, yeah, this this guy's a good comic book artist. A and uh,
1: there was a, a cool variant cover I posted it on uh, Bat Force. There's a variant cover for this by uh, Alan Qua. Oh, okay. Ryan. He's a really good artist. He's been doing variants for the last couple.
2: Mm. Ryan Benjamin just had a, a baby too.
1: Oh shit! Congrats to him.
2: Yeah. Congrats to him. Right after San Diego, so it's probably about like six to eight months old baby. Hmm. Oh
0: shit! Comic book baby. Still mm. working.
2: <laughs> Still working, man. It's crazy, See, crazy times right now.
0: That's a that's a stack right there. Uh, that's a pretty good stack this week. What's coming out next week, Robin? You remember?
1: What do we have coming out next week? Let's see if I can find a list here. Need...
2: Joker, uh, three jokers. Next week? I wish.
1: <laughs>
0: That's not totally but
1: at least there at least there's news uh on that now we've got a release date and everything we've seen the main covers for all three issues and also the variant cover for issue one
2: yeah and they all look fucking awesome yeah yeah i uh um what was i gonna say about that yeah i've been looking at those like non since they came out fucking awesome He's making one of each each issue is gonna have one of the three jokers it looks like yeah as a cover.
1: And then I assume uh, are, are all three variants gonna be Batman covers, you think We've only seen issue one, I think.
2: Mm, that'd be kind of cool or maybe like it maybe it would be Batman, Batgirl and Red Hood because those are supposedly the three main characters. Could be. Um, have you guys talked about a little bit about what's going on with comic shops right now?
1: Uh, no, we haven't uh, tackled that at all yet.
0: Yeah. So my um my comic shop is doing shout out to Royal Collectibles in Queens, New York, who are now doing curbside pickup. So I call it the comic book drive-through, which mm-hmm. is, it's finally happening. It's I call it the comic book drive-through. So uh, yeah, that's going. You on
2: gotta right. think too, like um, I mean, obviously they have to do this right now to stay in business, but I bet. Like, why not just keep it going after? Right. You know? Because it's just going to be a more convenient way to pick up your comics. Another question. Is New York in full lockdown yet?
0: Uh, No. Um, That would that would be a state decision. And, no, it's they not. They haven't done that yet? No. That's
2: crazy. Because California just went on full lockdown tonight.
0: Yeah. So, it, it might follow suit. But... That's it's not just New York City, it would have to be a a state, the whole state of New York, yeah. Because there's so many of
2: you guys, it's a big decision,
0: yeah. But you know, it's probably inevitable for the the future. But we were talking to Robin earlier about what's going on with Diamond in the near future as well. Did you talk about that on air? No, not yet. Did you want to go over that?
1: Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, so yeah similarly to what like we're not on lockdown over here yet but everyone is being advised to to stay home or you know not go into places unnecessarily so uh my shop rogues gallery we're also uh offering curbside pickup and we're even looking at offering home delivery for people that don't want to even travel out so uh that might be something that we offer in the next week but yeah, the bigger thing that's been going on now in response to all of this is uh image and uh idw have started uh looking for proactive solutions to help comic shops uh because you know as publishers they recognize obviously that if comic shops don't make it through this then they're screwed you know it uh it's incumbent upon them just like it's incumbent upon diamond the comic distributor to take care of shops in in this time to make sure that the industry still exists when this is over you know if, if all the shops end up closing then who's diamond gonna sell to who are the publishers going to you know, to sell to so uh it's expected uh i'm we know Diamond is working on something too, and they're supposed to be announcing that as soon as it's ready. Uh, what their plans are to help shops? Uh, the the main thing that I think Diamond needs to do is in any areas where shops aren't going to be able to remain open, basically anywhere that's that's going to be on lockdown, uh, not essential places. If if shops won't be able to open, Diamond has to at least offer those shops the option of having their shipments stop because a a lot of shops are going to struggle no matter what if there's a shutdown you know if they get shut down for two three weeks can't open and can't sell uh, some of them won't survive that regardless but most shops will not be able to survive at all if they're closed for two three weeks maybe even longer and you know they can't open can't sell but they still have weekly shipments coming in you know if if you if you own a business and you have a ten thousand dollar invoice coming into you every week and you can't open and sell how many weeks are you going to be able to to survive those ten thousand dollar invoices so that that's gonna be a quick death for a lot of retailers if diamond doesn't say okay we're gonna hold off and and not Put an, another nail in your coffin every week.
0: Yeah, that shit yeah. stacks up. So they're gonna,
2: they're gonna be the, uh, the landlord that's gonna decide to give you a break for a couple of months. So
1: that's what we're hoping they'll do. There. Yeah. Uh, it. I expect that uh, they're working on something uh, more complex than that. You know, maybe some something in addition to that, or you know, some some way of working together with retailers. But definitely something has to be done. Or you know, a month from now there aren't going to be many comic shops left.
2: That's fucked up, man. Because, yeah, um, I was just reading an email from uh, one of my favorite shops in uh, my area, Collector's Paradise. They got a location in Pasadena, in the Valley, in Winnetka, and they just opened a third. Um, also, I think in, in the... can't remember where exactly the third one is. They just opened it. But the email said, in response to L.A., we are on full lockdown now. L.A. County is... You cannot leave your house unless you're going to go for essential travel, meaning to the store to get food and supplies, mm. or if you are like an emergency worker or if you're going to work. Mm. And um, what's the third one? Basically, you can't fucking go anywhere, you know. Um, so so I, I was reading this email right before I hopped on, and it was saying like we don't know what the future means for the shop. We don't know if we're going to be here when this ends. So what they're doing is – they're They're just gonna start whatever they have. However long they get shipments for, they're gonna start shipping comics home to people. So that's what they're trying to do. Is whatever gets sent to them, if you have a subscription, a pull, um, they'll work with you to to mail you your comics. So I mean, it's really sad because like these are really mom and pop. Like a lot of the mom and pop comic shops are probably not going to be able to make it. And um, um, I think what's going to ha- end up happening is. Like you're saying all the big publishers and um distributors are are kind of scratching their heads. I think what's gonna have to happen is uh, is all these uh, com- at least the 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 uh, the writers and the artists can at least uh, for themselves uh, start doing creator own stuff. That might start happening a lot more. not creator own. I'm sorry. Um, uh, what's it called? Um, indieGogo, like like crowdfunding. Yeah. So that's the one thing that I think like. Is still available. If I mean, it all depends upon where you get it from, who prints it, and, when, and how that's going to work. But um there's a lot of artists who are kind of doing that anyway, and I bet you we're going to see like a big bump in that um, just to kind of help people surviving. Get books out there. This is crazy, man. I never thought we'd be having this kind of conversation. You know.
1: I think this this could be helped really quickly. Like uh, the a lot of troubles could be alleviated for shops. If just starting from the top down, if so, if you work backwards from retailers, if Diamond says, okay, we'll defer your invoice payments for, you know, three months, four months, whatever, six months, however long it takes for things to go back. And in turn, the publishers above Diamond, you know, DC, Marvel, uh, Image, IDW dark horse say okay we'll defer your payments to us Mm. as you've been doing to the retailers so if if everyone from the top down is patient with with getting their money and helping ensure that the industry survives that's going to relieve the pressure from everyone down the line
2: i wonder if um I mean, it would still fuck the physical market, but I wonder if like the big two are considering now like increasing the amount of web comics they do or digital comics.
0: Where um, yeah, I, I know see, they uh, digital comics being really big right now. To be honest,
1: well, so. that's what they're doing with movies, right? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Bloodshot is just getting released right online.
2: No shit, really?
1: Yeah. When? Uh, it m- might be this week or something. I don't know. It m- might already be out.
2: That's kind of awesome because I didn't want to go see that in the theater.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of bummed. Okay, can 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 I just ask the question? Why the fuck is there a Bloodshot movie where Bloodshot just looks like Vin Diesel? Dude, he why? doesn't look like Bloodshot.
2: Like the, honestly, when they announced like they're gonna make the movie, my first thing was I hope to, I, I swear to God, I'm like, please don't fucking let it be Vin Diesel. <laughs> like because I know I like in my head I'm like, that's the kind of movie he would totally want to do.
1: Yeah. And, and it just looks like another Chronicles of Riddick movie because, you know, or Fast and the Furious 50, it could be either one of those. It's just Vin Diesel looks like Vin Diesel, but secretly has the abilities of bloodshot. And especially we're so fresh from, was it Bat in the Sun that made that series? Uh, And they had uh, the Power Ranger guy JDF, uh, as, as bloodshot and he looked fucking incredible. And so now, was how a, in really, that world, yeah. yeah, on on an indie budget. budget, how does Hollywood then say, oh yeah, well we we see what you did over there with Bloodshot, and we're just gonna give you Vin Diesel,
2: dude? It's so funny because like, because with the indie budget, they had to use like actual air; they just airbrushed all over the guy's body. Yeah. So technically, it was, and I, I don't know how they did the red eyes. I think they maybe just put contacts in his eyes. But they did the red eyes with the white skin, and they literally just did um, practical effects for the way he looked. And with Vin Diesel, they're making all that shit look all digital, probably. And uh, I don't know, man.
1: I, I don't. just hate like, like he. The, there isn't anything to do. He doesn't have he. He doesn't have the the pale white skin. skin. He doesn't have the red eyes. He just looks like Vin Diesel.
2: Yeah, they phoned it in. It, it's like, Vin gotta... Diesel in
1: like fucking tactical gear, and that's it. I have a question.
2: Do you know um, Valiant? Right? They they yeah. sold those movie rights away. Obviously, um, did they have any involvement with the movie?
1: I hope not. Uh, I hope they wouldn't have signed off on Vin Diesel. Uh, no, I
2: think
1: they. I think they sold
2: it the to Facebook his production Show. company, or not his production company. The uh, the studio that produces the Fast and the Furious movies. I don't know if he owns that production company yes.
1: or not. I mean, like, good for Valiant. Because that's obviously going to be good for them uh, right. financially and help them keep going. And you know, I don't know how well they do on the comics, but you know, over the last few years, they've been since this resurgence of Valiant books when they started having people like Jeff Lemire writing uh, Bloodshot and you know all the, uh, yeah. the Exo Man War that's been going. Everything like, they've been winning awards.
2: Yeah, Venditti was writing. Uh, Robert Venditti was writing yeah. Exo Man War for a long time. He's doing now. He's what is he doing now? He got moved over. He was on Justice League, now he's on something else. It hasn't come out yet, but he was talking about how he, he, he needed it. He was apologizing for going off of Justice League after ju- just taking on Justice League to pop off to be on another book now, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, um, okay, back to video on demand Cut web comics. Yeah, I mean, it'll kind of fuck the physical market, but I mean, DC already has. Web comics. Marvel already has. I don't know. Does Marvel have? Um, DC used to have like a lot of like weekly web comics, um, digital comics and shit. So yeah, like
1: the digital firsts, uh, where they would put out uh, a few pages each of yeah. single issues, and then by oh, the time uh, the full issue came out digitally, yeah. the the physical issue would be out.
2: Isn't um isn't the Dini one the uh, the adventures continues? Isn't that
1: gonna? Yeah, be I think you're right. I think you're right. Cool.
2: And then um another thing that they did was um the Walmart books, were those only Walmart exclusive or did they do those digital too?
1: Uh I don't know if those came out digital.
2: I think they might have been Walmart exclusive because remember so many people were complaining the only way you could read them was yeah. going to Walmart that yeah. fucking never had them stocked.
1: Yeah, and and then they after they were done at Walmart, they started uh doing the comic shop releases of them.
2: Shout out to Nick Darrington and uh, Bendis, because their Batman Universe uh, hardcover came out this week. I can't wait to grab that. It's been out for uh, the single issue for a while, but I, I was waiting to... I was trade waiting on that, like, Gramps. There you go. Fuck, man. It's crazy, crazy times with comics. Oh, yeah, if you guys get a chance, fucking buy your comics still while you can.
1: Yeah, uh, no matter how big or small uh, your shops are. They they will need uh, as much of your support as they can get. You know, if if you want your comic shop to still be there when this is all over, yeah, they need help.
2: It was really cool, with Scott Snyder, to re, like he went on a retweeting frenzy the last like three days, two days. Mm. Yeah, um, I
1: saw you guys saying that uh, Scott said it. Uh, Josh Williamson had said it as well, and some other guys that yeah, if your shop is is doing anything you know offering your customers any extra way to get their books you know tweet at us and and we'll retweet you Mm. yeah yeah
0: they were like
2: hundreds and hundreds of shops got retweeted which is kind of cool to see
1: and and that's what needs to happen because you know these creators you know, the need this to to get through as much as anyone else does so it's it's every level of the industry needs to be working together because they, every level needs all the other levels. You know, right. the, the creators need the publishers, the publishers need the distributor, the distributor sure as fuck needs the retailers and we need the retailers. So everyone at every level of the industry needs everyone to work together and get through it.
2: Yeah.
1: Fucking Corona. Yeah. And that, and then you what, 15 years from now, what uh, we're going to have this generation. Right now, we have the millennials. In 15 years, we're going to have the coronials, and uh, hopefully, they aren't shitbags. Seriously. That's. Man. We, we don't want the coronials to, to be growing up and hearing tales of when there used to be comic shops.
0: Fuck, man, that's crazy you can't let the physical the physical media go. I hope uh, we definitely got to support the local comic shops throughout this time as well. Another news Domino's is hiring 10,000 employees. <laughs> I'm not not even kidding.
2: <laughs> okay, I guess people I'm mean, for what, delivery, I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah, contactless delivery. I I think um like everyone's so worried about the restaurant business, but I think if you look at Italy, it's like uh, all these restaurants is they do a pickup or delivery. I mean, there's money yeah. to be made.
2: You know, if you have the means to do it, yeah.
0: And then it's it's contactless delivery. You know, so you know, this <laughs> ten thousand hiring ten thousand people. To <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy.
2: But did like, you hear about uh? You guys hear about um, piece of shit GameStop? No. They're cons- they're, they sent out a memo to employees saying that even in lockdown uh, areas, they're not going to close because they're considering themselves uh, essential, um, oh, man. like a, essential, whatever the fuck the legal term is. Um, essential service? Yeah, like an essential service.
1: Essential douchebags. Yeah. Um, Do you hear the. Uh, this was like a week or something ago. The CEO or whatever of. Uh, Whole Foods, I think it was, announced that what they are, (laughs) basically what they're doing for their employees who are sick and can't work is they're not doing anything. They are suggesting that their employees who are not sick give their PTO, their paid time off, to the employees that are sick So basically the company is saying We're not going to go out of pocket to help our employees We expect our employees To help each other So we don't lose billions, Any of the billions of dollars That we put in our pockets every day
2: That's fucking crazy What?
1: Dushy. They have so much money And they're not Going to take care of their employees Doesn't Amazon yeah. own,
0: Whole- own Whole Foods?
1: Yeah, really? I, I think Jeff Bezos owns uh, all of oh, yeah, it. Yeah, like yeah. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is the single richest guy in the world. Mm-hmm. If anyone could be taking care of their employees,
2: it's that dude. Jeff Bezos could save the comic industry.
0: Yeah, he could. I mean, he I could... think I think it'll be around. I think comics are like vinyl. I think it'll always be around. You know, but it's yeah, the sh- it's the shops that right are, are gonna need help throughout this. Time. I mean, there's gonna be like bailouts, there's a lot of bailouts and shit, um, small business bailouts, all that, so, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, my shop has such a loyal fan base, they've been around since the 90s, so, um, I know they get a lot of support, but, uh, you know, it's uh, you know, I definitely want to try to keep, uh, these, Shout it out again, What's it's Royal Collectibles, right? Yeah, Royal Collectibles in Queens, New York, which, um, uh, is doing curbside pickup right now, uh, I they're still allowed uh, to operate, so uh, I hope that continues. You know, Robin, do uh, you well, have to go? Uh, you have to be the guy.
1: Sorry,
2: is that you? Are you the delivery man?
1: Uh, well, we're looking at it right now. Oh, uh, so uh, again, it's uh, Rogues Gallery Comics in Windsor, Ontario. Yeah, we're doing uh, offering the the curbside pickup right now, and it if things continue as they look like they'll be. Uh, we're prepared to start rolling out the uh,
0: catapults. you are going to catapult the the delivery. <laughs> you know what you guys so, should uh, do? W- we've should we've get...
1: got the uh, the portable debit machine already and everything, so we can just take stuff right to people's doors. And... Oh, and
0: you, then they're going to should... swipe and uh, do all that, like on the
1: just yeah, do there. the tap, or uh, if they want to do it. Uh, you can also pay online, you know, like there's PayPal, there's, yeah, like I think,
0: uh, I think Royals only doing, email
1: transfers and everything.
0: I think Royals only doing like PayPal or, you know, prepaid or What's whatever. The thing, um, yeah, it's, yeah, hmm.
1: yeah, there, there, there are so many digital payment methods and then tap is great too. Like, cause you don't have to touch anything yeah, really. It. You yeah, know, you tap your card good. onto the machine and, yeah. and then that's it.
2: Uh, you guys should ask, um, uh, fabric and, uh, Finch to donate their time and, and be the delivery guys for you. It's kind of like, <laughs> almost like Santa coming around, giving you your comics.
1: But at the same time, do we want to risk exposing them? Oh, that's
2: true, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Well, they'll build up their immunities. <laughs> hmm.
1: They they don't have immunities. They spend uh, as much time locked in their own houses that's as true, I do.
0: Uh, C's yeah. working from home now. DC's... Just like everybody else, DC yeah. is working from home. Shout out to yeah, Mo saw, working I saw, from-
1: <laughs> Yeah, I saw Andy Khoury tweet a picture of his home office now.
0: It's and- good because that means more guests, All right? And I know. They can't hide from us anymore. Yeah. They got no excuses. Uh, I know
1: Clark, Clark Bull's working uh, more overtime than he usually does. Uh, getting things emailed out to everybody, uh, keeping people up on things.
0: The the good the great thing about comic books right in this day and age is that they could be done. The creators can do them from home, and you could actually release it digitally. They've been doing mm, technically. Yeah, technically, yeah. So you don't always got it. That's how we you know we do the review stack is actually you know digitally we get those files. So that's a good thing we get those so we can review it for everyone. (sighs) That force radio.
2: Yeah. So if you can't get your comics, don't worry. We'll get them and we'll spoil them for you. Yeah, Ooh.
0: because it sounds Ooh. like a lot of people, including myself, are going to be on lockdown. So uh, there's going to be a lot of comic book reviews. The stack will be on time and <clears throat> other reviews, uh, guests, you know. I mean, it just makes sense, you know. So, yeah. Got to keep getting. What was that? Cool. Uh. All right. All right. All right. Hmm. Dan, see, this is what happens when you you let Dan the deal go. Everything goes to shit. Oh man. Yeah, what
1: the fuck? Yeah, that man DC really dropped the ball on this. They get rid of Dan, and yeah, all this shit happens. This what? World ends. Two weeks later.
0: <laughs> fuck scary sakes. man. <laughs> Dan must be like, fuck that. But, uh, That's
2: like if we ever like fired the trunkler.
0: Hmm. What happened? Big trunks. All right. <laughs> Sounds about right. we we'll of Bat Force Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you stick with us because uh, we got a lot more down the pipeline. So, until next time, Bat Force out. Hey Gotham Dwellers, make sure to stop everything right now and subscribe to Bat Force Radio. We can be found on iTunes and SoundCloud. Don't miss out. Guaranteed to satisfy all of your Batman and DC needs.